Your finances will leave a long-lasting impact on your family. After all, you only retire once. If you're looking to discuss all things pertaining to your retirement, you've come to the right place. This is Retirement Matters with Michael Stewart. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Matters. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Michael Stewart, the founder at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial, serving you with an office in Crystal Lake, Illinois. You can find them online at crystallaketax.com. That's crystallaketax.com. Or you can reach out and give Michael a call at 815-526-3092. That's 815-526-3092. Michael has his MBA in finance and is a registered financial consultant. We're excited to have him on the podcast today with his almost two decades of experience as a financial planner. Michael, welcome in. How are you doing? I am doing great, Mark. How about yourself? I'm doing well as well. It's a pleasure to be with you as always. Remember, Crystal Lake is a one-stop shop with a CPA, enrolled agent, and paralegal all on staff. They can help you when it comes to all things financial and any retirement matters. And that's what we're here to discuss on today's podcast. Let us just jump right into it. Michael, summer is finally upon us. Isn't that exciting? That's very exciting. It beats the rains we've had. (laughs) Do you have any big plans coming up? Any big vacations this summer? Ah, there'll be a family vacation. There's a work conference trip that will turn into a vacation. Yep. So uh, before the boys head back to college, I am planning on doing a little R&R. Wonderful. That's important to do. Of course, work hard, play hard, as they say. So it's certainly good to make time for a little bit of R&R. If you're heading out on a road trip this summer, as so many of us do, there's this long checklist of items that you want to be sure you haven't forgotten. And you might say the same thing about retirement planning. In retirement, you want to make sure that every item is addressed in your financial life before you step off onto that road trip or journey of what we'd like to jokingly refer to as permanent unemployment. Let's look at some of the items that should appear both on that road trip checklist and on your retirement planning checklist. So, Michael, to kick us off, you already know where you're going this summer, but in retirement, you have to decide where you're going. No, absolutely. One of the biggest challenges, I think, that a lot of individuals that haven't sat down, you know, years ahead of time, and I'm talking five or 10 years before retirement, and say, you know, what am I really retiring to? So a lot of people kind of show up on our doorstep and say, okay, I'm retiring in three months, or I'm retiring in 12 months, you know, what should I do? Do you think I'm ready? You know, whereas they haven't actually kind of mapped out their their trip yet, so they don't really even know where they're going. So initially, it's less of a financial conversation and more of, are we just trying to get away from the nine to five grind or are we more interested in retiring to do something, you know, to spend more time with the grandkids, to volunteer, to do the things that because of work you haven't been able to do in the past, you know, and where our conversation then begins to lead is well, what's our cash flow in retirement look like? Are we going to have enough sustainable, predictable income on a regular basis based on what we're currently doing or do we need to kind of pull some different levers and kind of make sure that that can happen? So as you're pulling on those levers, you're trying to figure out how to make things happen. It's kind of similar with a road trip, right? You need to determine your route. How are you going to get to where you want to go? You have to do that with retirement as well. Yeah, you know, think about it, you know, whether you are a Google Maps person or, you know, using your GPS or Waze or whatever app you have, you you need to have some direction, some kind of roadmap that's going to determine the route that you're going to go. Because in retirement planning, the route means answering a lot of different questions. So how much risk are we willing to take? Uh, where is our income sources coming? Do we have, is it social security? Is it pensions? Are we going to need some income off of our savings, our IRAs, 401ks, those type of accounts? If so, how are we going to get regular income? 
I know in our practice, we focus on that distribution side of it. So it's less about how you accumulate all this you know, great wealth that you have over time. It's more so about now that you're knocking on the door, you're in retirement, what's our roadmap, our route going forward to generate that sustainable income so that regardless of what's happening in the market or how much risk we are or not taking, we know that monthly bills are getting paid with monthly income. Now, Michael, this next one is huge on every road trip. Someone is in charge of the playlist, the tunes. What are you going to listen to <laughs> as you're going down the road? As an example, one year, it was time to help my brother move out west. He was moving to Colorado from Atlanta, Georgia. And so we packed everything up, drove up through Georgia, Nashville, Tennessee, Kansas City, you know, Missouri. Just all, I mean, it was a true American road trip. And we got to Kansas. I had so much time on my hands, as flat as it is out there that I was able to listen to the entire NBA draft on XM Radio. <laughs> so all that to say, what are you going to do to keep you busy along the way? You know, what's your playlist going to be? How might that apply in retirement? Yeah, I really think it comes down to where you're getting your information from. You know, there's a lot of people that are do-it-yourselfers, and, you know, so they're going to create their own playlist, and they're going to go through and make whatever decisions they're going to make and hope it works out. I know in our practice, and you mentioned in the intro, since we're kind of a one-stop shop, you know, we we assist them with the estate planning. We assist them with the investment management, the financial planning, the income planning, you know, which is just as important, as well as the tax side of the business. Because if you can save money on the tax side, then that's, that's a real savings. That's less income you'll need if you're not giving it all back to the government. So I think one of the things that somebody really needs to pay attention to is what are the sources that you're listening to? You know, So when you're tuning in that channel or doing that playlist, you've got to figure out who are you listening to? Because you know we tell clients a lot of times when the prospective clients, when they come in the door and let's say you know they've got some money they're managing on their own, they've got their 401k, maybe they got one or two other brokers kind of scattered around there. And we'll start talking about accounts and you know kind of the things that we offer. And one of the things that we say is, you know, we don't have an account minimum size. You know, we have some clients that have three hundred thousand dollars with us. We have some clients that have millions with us. So it's, if it's important to you, it's important to us. But as far as what you're listening to, what we say is we don't have an account minimum, but we have an account percentage minimum, and that's a hundred percent. And what that means is if we're going to give you advice, like a doctor, if you think about it, they're going to treat you on your entire body. They're not just going to take a look at one small part and think if they treat that, then the rest of you will be okay. So as a fiduciary, that's our responsibility as well. So the advice that we're giving you is on your overall financial picture. It's not just on the small little bit of assets, perhaps, that you know, you're willing to kind of turn over. So for most of our relationships, we are that kind of voice in your head that's guiding you on taxes, estate planning, investment management, retirement income. So you're really getting it all from one source rather than having four or five other little silos of information that might not be aligned with each other. Finally, Michael, as you're headed down the road on those wide open interstates, remember, use cruise control when you can. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have some things on cruise control. I love cruise control. You know, it's probably not safe, but you know, I'm, I'm almost sitting Indian style, just kind of cruising on down the highway on the, on the long rides. But the, the cruise control part, I think, comes in, you know, we see this a lot of time with a lot of our clients is, you know, people walk in, let's say, you know, they've had some other big brokerage firm statement, and they'll bring in their quarterly statements. And I'll be like, what are you trying to do here? Oh, I don't know. My, my broker just takes care of that. And they've got 20 page statements of what's supposed to be their conservative portfolio. And that's not cruise control. You know, typically if your advisor has built a portfolio for you, so whether it's income generating growth, whatever the purpose of that portfolio is, if they've built the portfolio and done enough due diligence on the front end, 
then there really shouldn't be a dramatic amount of changes and a bunch of trades going on on a regular basis unless the thesis behind why they bought those specific investments has changed. You know, has the credit outlook changed? Has is there more risk in the market? Does the you know the tea leaves read bad on the economy going forward? If so, then that might necessitate a change. But otherwise, if you and your advisor have done the front end work and all the due diligence say, here's how much risk we're willing to take, here's how much income we need, and we've put that plan in place, then your investment should pretty much should be on cruise control. And you just have kind of a guiding hand on the wheel, which would be the advisor, to just say that, you know, in the event that something goes awry, then, you know, yeah, we're ready to make an adjustment. But for the most part, everything should be plugging along just fine on cruise control. So, Michael, now that we've kind of gone through these different elements of the road trip, of course, like every good road trip, you have to start somewhere. What does it look like to get started with your office? For us, it's always just a conversation. And every couple of weeks, I mention that on the podcast. It's a matter of just sitting down at the conference table and saying, hey, here's where we are. Here's what we're trying to do. Find out what gaps you have from where you are now versus where you want to get to, and then just plug in those gaps. You know, the biggest thing that I find in my office, and it's I would say it's 90% of the individuals that come in, they're coming in, they're within five years of retirement or maybe even five days, you know, or perhaps already in retirement, and they're all taking too much risk. They got too much money in the market, all because they're trying to look over their shoulder. You know, like, that's not how your money's supposed to be managed in retirement. Worrying about what your neighbor's doing or your brother or your sister, or, you know, how their portfolio is doing. How it's supposed to be is you sit down, you have a goal, and you figure out what do I need my portfolio to do? How should I manage my money, my taxes over the next 20 or 30 year retirement that I have? Because this is all I have. And when you begin to have that kind of heart to heart conversation, as we do in our discovery meeting, our initial meeting, it's not about the numbers on the paper. It's not about the number of commas that are in your portfolio. It's about here's what I have. Here's what I needed to do. How can you help me? And that's really what we do. You know, if we can add value to what you're currently doing, that's great. We agree to move forward. And, you know, we talk about what that looks like. If we can't add value, then we'll let you know that as well. And, you know, we'll shake hands and part friends. If you'd like to reach out to Michael Stewart and the team just to start down that journey toward retirement, maybe even just get answers to some of your financial questions, reach out and give him a call. The number is 815-526-3092. That's 815-526-3092. You can call that number and just start to get answers to some of your toughest financial questions. All you have to do is call 815-526-3092. Well, Michael, how about before we end the podcast today, we dive into a bit of the news. Extra, extra, read all about it. Well, we do like to unpack some of the headlines to see what's been going on out there in the world. As you know, and probably anyone with children or grandchildren knows, later this year, Disney will be releasing live-action versions of Aladdin, Dumbo, and a CGI version of The Lion King, as well as Frozen 2 and Toy Story 4. That's a big year for Disney. Should we all go buy Disney stock right now? All right. Before I answer that question, I am excited about Toy Story 4. The others, you take them or leave them. <laughs> All right. So this is a great example. Say, so should you buy Disney stock right now? So this, you know, disclaimer, not a recommendation for anybody, but for our purposes, for educational purposes, this is a great example of buy the rumor, sell the news. Too often investors look at these big movie releases or new product that's coming out or worse, they already see that it's out doing well. And then they use that as the thesis to buy that stock. But that's old news. That's already priced in. The time to buy the stock is months or even a quarter or two prior to anticipation of that hit movie or that game-changing product. Now, the caveat is you might be wrong, right? You might buy too early or it may not be that hit that you expect. 
But once again, if it's a trade, it's a trade. So you have to understand why you're making that. But more importantly, don't buy the news, which is after the fact. That's come and gone. What you do is you anticipate what's going to drive future revenue, not today's revenue, not next week's, but future revenue over the next three months, six months, 12 months, then get on board before the revenue is generated and confirmed. Then exit the position while others are trying to rush in long after you've already made that money. So should you run in and buy Disney? I think Disney is an amazing stock. It's going to do really well over time. There's a lot of things going on. But do you buy it because Frozen 2 is coming out or because you know certain actors playing Aladdin or Dumbo? Absolutely not. <laughs> Enjoy those movies for what they are. Don't be swayed by uh, what's going on out there in the news. Stick to a sound financial strategy. All right, let's take a question now from the mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. We do love hearing from you on the podcast. This week, we've got a question from Vera and Huntley. Vera says, it seems like we're going to head into a down market soon. What strategies do you think are best for handling a down market for someone in their 50s and 60s versus someone in their 30s? Looking for advice for me and also my son, who is obviously younger. So Vera, cash and canned goods. No, that's that's what you should be in. No, just kidding. Right now, you know, we're with the exception of a little blip at the end of 2018. You know, we're nine to ten years in a straight up market, seemingly. So you know, it's right that you you kind of look over your shoulder and you're thinking that you know any day now the shoe's got to drop, and it might it might tomorrow, it might three months from now, it might three years from now. Who knows? So what you have to do is you've got to balance that with what you need from your portfolio based on the stage of life that you're in. So let's cover your son first. If he's in his 30s, and I assume that he is because that's where the question was from. So if your son's in his 30s, realistically, he shouldn't care what the markets are doing today, tomorrow, or even two, five years from now. All he should do is just put his head down, plug away, save as much as he possibly can in his 401k, in the side accounts, whatever he happens to do, use the Robinhood app if he wants to. But what he wants to do is just not worry about are the markets high or low or where we at in the business cycle. All he wants to do is just save, 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 and just let time take care of everything. And it will, and he'll do very well for himself. Now, Vera, for you, it's a slightly different scenario. If you're in your late 50s and you're in your 60s and you're kind of eyeing that decade before retirement or maybe even a little bit closer, things are a lot different for you. You've already accumulated most of the wealth that you will in your lifetime. What you don't want to do is be in a position to where you're taking so much risk that any one event, you know, use the fourth quarter of 2018 when the markets rolled over 20% in 90 days. How would that impact your ability to retire in the time frame that you're looking for? So as an example, let's say Vera, you've got a million dollars and now that million dollars last September ended the year at about 800,000. Would that $200,000, which is basically just a 20% bump, would that 20% drop impact the date in which you could retire. If so, you're just taking too much risk. Doesn't matter what the potential upside is going forward. What's important is, are the losses gonna hurt you more than the gains gonna help you given your stage of life and the time to retirement? When you begin to look at investing that way, not trading, but investing, when you begin to look at investing about, can I take the amount of risk that I'm taking right now? And when we do financial plans for individuals, we're very conservative in the sense. And I tell them that up front. And I say, you know what? 
what we're trying to do is invest this money so that regardless of what happens in the markets over the next three months, three years, 10 years, we can stay on plan. So we're taking as much risk as we need, not any more, not any less. And when you do it that way, you're probably going to do better than you planned for, but you're not going to do worse. So Vera, as it relates to you, what I would do is take a look at maybe how you felt fourth quarter last year. And we tell clients, use that as a fire drill. You know, when the world's falling apart a little bit around you, whether it should or shouldn't, take that and how you feel and how your portfolio performed in that down market and then decide, okay, maybe I'm taking a little bit too much risk. Everything, at least through now, is going to bounce back in a V and that's great, but that doesn't mean it's going to stay here. So take the risk that you need to, not the risk that the Wall Street and everyone else is telling you to. Well, Vera, thanks for writing in. Always happy to feature your questions on the podcast. Michael, before we let you go, let's get to know you just a little bit better. It's getting to know you time. Well, you never know where the producers are going to take us in this portion of the show, but we do enjoy getting to know you just a little bit better. Michael, what movie can you watch multiple times but still enjoy it every time? One of my probably top five all-time movies is uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. It's got Sidney Poitier, Catherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy. It was in from the early 60s. And, you know, it just shows that despite your level in society, you're always going to be judged whether it's the color of your skin, your background, your career choice. You know, it's just about how one generation sees the world as they remember it, and another one doesn't want to be blinded by the past and the things that were. It is certainly good to keep that perspective and interesting. You know, you can watch that movie every time and kind of come away with something new like that. I'll go a slightly different direction and just say, keep it lighthearted. I love Forrest Gump. I don't care when it's on or how far into the movie it's on. If it's on TV, I'm going to sit down and watch it every time. I agree. And the, and the funny thing is the way that it's produced, it doesn't matter where you enter the movie. It's still a good movie it's going forward still, from that point. It certainly is. It's still a good movie. I love it. Every time it's on, in fact, who knows? Maybe go home and watch it after this. We'll see. <laughs> well, Michael, thanks as always for joining us on the podcast. All right. Thanks again, Mark, and I'll talk to you around the bend. We'll do it again next time on another edition of Retirement Hacks. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. The information provided herein is for training or educational purposes only and does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any securities, investments, investment strategies, or investment advice relating to securities, nor is the information or representation that any security is a suitable or appropriate investment for any person. Before acting on any advice, you should consider the appropriateness of the advice having regard to your own objectives, financial situation and needs. Please contact us to obtain our disclosure brochure relating to the services offered by Sound Income Strategies, LLC, and consider its contents before making any decisions. Where quoted, past performance is not indicative of future performance. Sound Income Strategies, LLC does not represent or warrant that the contents of this program are suitable for you from a compliance, regulatory, legal, or any other perspective. We shall have no responsibility for your use or non-use of the program or any portion thereof. Crystal Lake Tax and Financial and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities.